0: Today's episode, we're going to talk about introspection, meditation, and a little bit of lo fi. Actually, it's not really that lo fi now that I'm looking at the setup that I have here, but enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning into The Age of Jeremy. I am your host, a Jeremy, um, a, a Jeremy Kifania, in fact. Um, if you're brand new to this podcast, this is a podcast about all the things that I do to create my businesses and all the things that I learn along the way. And occasionally we have guests on. This is not one of the episodes where we do have a guest, but we're working on it to have more and more guests. So I want to kick it off today to talk a little bit about um, some of the cool updates that I've seen across Twitter. Um, and then I want to talk a little bit about the setup that I have here. And I'm going to talk about introspection and meditation as you move forward in life. And um, the reason why I wanted to bring up the Twitter thing is because I found it fascinating when Elon Musk announced that he was changing um, Twitter to Xcorp. And Twitter's still going to say the name of Twitter, but I think that the Organization that's going to order his X Corp because he wants to create this um, everything app. And most of the things that I originally saw that he did on Twitter, I was not a fan of. Um, but now he did do something that I think is really, really interesting. Um, if you are a bl- Twitter blue, right? Because again, he's a super capitalist, right? He's an industrialist, an industrial engineer, really. And so, <laughs> excuse me, um, when we look at what he has done with Twitter. He has created things that actually make Twitter better, but they cost. So when we look at Twitter Blue, Twitter Blue is like 9.99 a month or $11.99 after tax or whatever. And so when you get Twitter Blue, I have Twitter Blue. One of the things that they, he did really, really well was that you're able to go on on and create a tweet. And you can like do like four thousand characters. So I did a long form tweet the other day. It by far um, did much better than some of my previous uh, tweets or posts. Um, and it was essentially like a blog post. So it, he created a way for you to do a blog post on your feed. Okay. And then the other thing too, you can now do t- up to two hours, or three hour um, videos on there. And so now you can like take your YouTube videos, put them on um, Twitter, or you can make long, or you can make long form content with your phone. And you can record that and upload that into Twitter. I think that those are some really impressive things that's making Twitter much better. So I've been putting a lot more video on Twitter. Um, so what I do, if you want to try this, because there's so many platforms, sometimes, you know, some of the the information um, is different, right? But essentially what I do is I'll, I'll go to TikTok. I will make my TikTok, right? I'm going to pull my TikTok right now. I'm going to make a TikTok. So, like, I have one that I just made about the setup that I have that I'm going to talk to you about in a minute for recording this podcast. And then what we did was um, – so then what I did was I created uh, a TikTok, the easiest uh, easy way to podcast, okay? And it's probably, like, three or four minutes. And once it's done, I go to that. I copy the link, and I have this um, watermark remover saved. Um, so I just type in watermark, and it's S-S-S-T-I-K dot io forward slash en that's s s s t i k. dot io forward slash em and so when i go there i can copy that link watch a video like an ad or whatever and then it'll download that it will download that twitter to my dev- my device my phone in this case and then when it does that, what's great about it is it removes the watermark for me. So then I can go and I can post it on Instagram. I can post it on um, uh, Twitter. In this case, I've posted on LinkedIn, um, posted in the Snapchat. And when you're able to do that, you can like repurpose that content. Um, especially if like it, it, if your goal right is to go out and be everywhere all at once, you can put tons and tons of content content out there. And that's super, super important. Um, And then, you know, so like I try to do one of those a day, sometimes it's like one a week. And then I do a bunch of TikTok, I'm sorry, a bunch of Twitter posts, like five, I've been doing a lot of stories to blog about stuff. And I like sharing my thoughts on LinkedIn and reposting stuff on LinkedIn. And so, so again, the idea is to be ubiquitous, but again, you want to like put good content out there. And so like when you flood it, a lot of the time, if you are always trying to create new content to do that, you're going to create you know, maybe sometimes some bad content, um, and, and you want the content to be purposeful. But that's a really, really great way that I go about distributing my content across tons of platforms. Um, and then the other thing, too, is, is with the, the Twitter thing, to go back to the Twitter thing, the other thing that he did was really, really smart, I think, is organizations, they can get verified as an organization. They pay $1,000 a month. Okay, um, but what it does is it allows you to get a gold check mark for your business, and it can take your avatar, right? So we'll use Microsoft for example. It can take the Microsoft avatar, so it's just the Windows image, and then you can pay another fifty dollars a month, and and give that to someone which verifies that person as an authorized user of that link. So essentially, what it does is it says like if like Satya Nadella, the CEO of Twitter, if you go to his his Twitter right now it has his blue check mark right, which comes when you're paying that thousand dollars a month for the organization. Anybody that you give the the thing to, they get a blue check mark, so they don't have to pay for it. And then next to it, it has like this little Windows image. And when you click that Windows image, it pulls up and it says, "This is a Twitter blue account and this is a verified organization account, or it's an authorized user verification." Actually, you know what? I have my phone in front of me because of how I'm recording this. I'm sitting on my couch. Let me go see exactly what it says. Um, Satya. It says, okay, so it pops up and it says verified account. This account is verified because it's affiliated with Microsoft on Twitter. Learn more. This account is affiliated with Microsoft. So now you know that this person is with Microsoft. And it's a really great way to get away from the scammers. And it's also, from a capitalistic standpoint, and we're just talking from capitalistic, not giving my opinion on this, but from a capitalist standpoint, it's really good because now he created a new way to create really good verification and to have this added-on feature of, you know, this added-on feature costs $1,000 a month. So you're going to pay $12,000 a year just to have this, and then every person that you give it to, it's $50 a month. So that is one of the coolest things that I have seen in a long time from from a business. Um, it's at least a social business is something that they've added. So I think he's doing, he's doing a good job on where he's going with Twitter. Now, again, he had that cool spaces with Ron DeSantis. And if you know anything about me, I could give, you know, I think you could have given that platform to someone else to fucking talk. But anyway, um, that's my opinion. We will keep that to myself. Um, and so that being said, um, um, I think that's one of the most exciting things that I've seen for socials. is what he's doing with that right now. The other cool thing that I was able to find, right, um, is a character animator on Adobe. And character animator, so Dustin's trying to do this for me. He's going to make a puppet, like an animation of me. And then we're going to put it in a character animator. It's going to map my face. And then I can record inside of character animator as me talking as this character. And then I can put that out on, say, YouTube. So if you have Adobe, a character Animator is a part of the Adobe product suite, so you should definitely, definitely go and check that out, because that's something that I am, hands down, going to start doing here soon. So, <clears throat> excuse me, and again, this is going to probably be really unedited. Um, I'm sitting in my living room right now with my dogs on my phone, watching Archer recording this, and um, I'm, gonna, I'm doing this for two reasons. One, I wanted to see how it came out if I recorded it this way, and... The second thing is I want to have more conversation stuff on here um with me being you know more um nonchalant about the stuff that I'm talking about and more talking about stuff that's going on in the world um and in news and media and I think that being able to do it this way um helps me not have to be in my uh, my where I work all the time and I don't want to have to do it from I could probably also connect this to my uh H6. Maybe I'll try it on my H6. But right now, how I'm recording, if you, if you go to TikTok, you can see it. Um, so this is a handheld mic. It's called the Zoom H1n. It's ninety nine dollars. Um, the audio is probably better than nor- normal if you were just recording right into the H1n because of how I have my setup. Um, is I have a Rode Wireless Go 2 which is about four hundred bucks. So that bad boy is expensive. I think it's about four hundred bucks. Again. I'm chilling in my living room so I can go on my phone really, really easy and look it up. Wireless I'll go. <laughs> but essentially, it, it's called the Wireless Go To. It is. Let's try to get a price here. Does not have the price in here. Why should I just go to Amazon? Do, 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 do. So essentially, it's two pieces. It's wireless. There's a separate lavalier mic that I had to pay, which I think was like 80 bucks. So there's 80 bucks too that you have to put into it. But I have the lavalier mic on. I have the gain set up where it's like negative, it's hitting about negative 12. Um, and then I have uh, so hopefully it's not picking up too much of the outside noise, and what this allows me to do is just chill. I'm just chilling in my living room, super comfortable, recording this, and then I'll I'll fix a lot of this up in post, um, or I'll 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 put some plugins on it in post. But there's probably not. I was re-listening to it. I did some tests with it, and I was re-listening to it, and so I probably don't have to do anything crazy in post. Um, and again, I wanted to do this for a couple of reasons. One, I wanted to. Do the, to, to to people to realize yeah so the lavalier mic was eighty bucks and then uh, and then it was one hundred and ninety nine I keep saying it's like three forty I don't know what I bought that was three hundred and forty dollars but I feel like I bought something that was three hundred and forty dollars and um I don't know why but so it's two hundred bucks. 80 bucks for the lavalier mic, 100 bucks with H1N. But then you have to be able to take the the SD chip out um, and then put it into your um, put it into your uh, computer and then be able to do everything that you want to post. So in post, what we mean when we say post, if you're new to podcasting or whatever, um, is in post it's all the stuff that you do after you do the initial recording. So like I have some Waves plugins that takes takes a, out the surround sound. We get the decibels where we want it. We relook at the gain, make sure that it sounds good. Excuse me, <coughs> to make sure that it sounds good. Um and so when when we're doing that, it just kind of cleans up the audio a bit. Um, but this is a super simple way. If you just bought an H1N, like I said, it's $99. You can just buy that bad boy. And again, maybe you don't have $99. I get that. um But you could do that for $99, get in a chip I don't think a chip card came with it. I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, but you do that. You just record. You keep it close to your mouth. Take out some of the outside gain. And you could essentially do anything that you... I mean, you could record anything. You could even set it up with the gain higher, and it probably could pick up multiple people. Or you could go back and forth when each of you talk. The point is, is that... We have so many resources now available that are so inexpensive that allow us to create content and allow us to create decent content. So if you create, if you put time into the content that you're creating, right, and you put that out there, you can make yourself successful over time and you can gain a following over time, right? I think what happens is we think that all of this stuff is super complicated. What you have to do is just find out what works for you and focus on it and then you can move forward with it. Um, and so that was the, one of the, the second things that I wanted to talk about. And the third thing that I want to talk about, just because if you don't know, so the, my, the main business that I own, and it's starting to get a little, a little complicated talking about all the businesses. I'm just taking the Redcon MRE protein shake. They have 40 grams of protein in them. I love them. Um, is that I have a lot of businesses and so it's getting really complicated for me to be able to talk about all those business because we have so much stuff going on. So, for example, like next Saturday, we are going to be at Phoenix Fan Fusion. Age of Radio owns a, a subsidiary, essentially, or a partner company that they own that is called Geek Collective, Key Collect is going to have a booth. We got a banner for it today. We're going to be selling some pod, uh, podcasts. We're going to be selling copies of this comic book called Badass Girl. We tried to do a Kickstarter. We didn't hit our Kickstarter amount, so we're trying to drum some stuff up for it. So then, when we go back into the marketplace in September, we can get the amount that we need to make the copies that we need to get that to get that out of there. And I'm starting to become a really big fan of Kickstarter. Um, and one of the cool things about Kickstarter is the crowdfunding situation is essentially a response by the Biden administration, if I understand correctly, for the fact that accredited investors are the ones that can invest into companies. So an accredited investor is essentially someone who makes $250,000 or more over the previous two years if they're single or $300,000 if they're married or they're worth a million dollars, not including the equity of their main residence. And so, what's interesting about that? And then there's some other things making a credit investor. But those are the, or if you have like a Series 65 or a Series 7 or whatever. And so, with if you're not an accredited investor, you can't get into certain investment opportunities, like accredited investors can. So, like for instance, if you're an accredited investor right now, on certain platforms, you can invest in Starlink, you can invest in um, SpaceX, you can invest in certain real estate deals and offerings, and that's because when those funds are created up as 506. B's, I think, is what they're called. I could be wrong on the number because literally I'm just sitting here drinking a protein shake and talking to you. But when you set up those types of funds, right, that you that – you, it's saying that if you meet that criteria, you're less likely to be taken advantage of or you're able to withstand something going wrong in one of those investments. Okay, But what the Biden administration did, I believe, is they opened up the ability to do crowdfunding – Um, which is essentially certain types of crowdfunding. There's a whole website on the IRS that shows all the places where you could crowdfund out. Allows you to go and raise money from the marketplace. And so, um, I think that that is a really, really great thing to do. And I think Kickstarter is a really, really great way. The only thing I don't get about the Kickstarters, because I haven't personally done them, um, Joey, who's the, who's the person that runs Geek Collective and owns the majority of it, he is, um... He does a lot. He was the one that set the Kickstarter for basketball. So I don't know if the people that invest in the Kickstarter own it. So if you're listening to this, hit me up on Twitter. It's at Age of Jeremy Q uh, or Age of, yeah, Age of Jeremy, Age of Jeremy, Age of Jeremy Q. And just let me know more about crowdfunding because I want to research more of it because I am getting, you know, really, I'm really a big fan of it. And a lot of games um, like board games um, that interest me, they start through crowdfunding to raise the money to take those to market. And I think that's really cool. And so, so point is, is that I have a lot of business, so it's getting a little complicated because we have Age of Radio, we have Q Financial, we have, um, Refined Integrity that's going to be coming here soon. I have Merlin that's going to be coming out. I have, um, uh, obviously 3 Academy, the main one that makes money right now. Um, we have Age of Radio, which is one of my passions. Um, and then I have my own personal aspirations of making money through speaking or through stuff like this. Um. Or through podcasting, or writing, or educational material—things me personally that my brand, the Age of Jeremy brand, can go out and do. And um, so, so it always gets convoluted or mixed up in my mind sometimes about what are the things that I want to talk about, what businesses do I want to promote, and so forth. But in Three Two R Academy, we have a high-ticket program um, that myself, May, and uh, CJV or Coach JV do, <laughs> called the Generational Shifter. And in that generational shifter, we do, do we do talk a lot about like um, its mindset. So essentially, we take people through our 120 day challenge. We provide them accountability, and then we have all of this other material that we give them to help them, you know, understand freedom, understand wealth creation through multiple generations, um, and how to change that mindset that we've been indoctrinated to. And so, uh, you know, there are things that I. I um, am a little bit more, I guess, academic in my thought process when it comes to the way that we've been indoctrinated and the way that propaganda works within the United States for our children and with our young adults and with our our college students. Um, So I am by no means in any way on the right conspiracy side of things. And I'm not super on the left conspiracy side of things, but I'm very progressive and very liberal when it comes to most of those things in the sense that I believe in complete autonomy of the community and non-representation democracy where people have full democracy where they can vote on more things. But the only way that we can get that is if we have a simple way in which the populace can vote on matters. And one of the reasons why I enjoy the blockchain so much is because I think distributed ledger technology is the way in which that we can create a system where that's safe and secure that can be built on a blockchain that allows people to vote safely and securely. And when we have that and we can get it to the masses as quickly as possible, we can do a lot better job voting on things as a populace, and we will get exactly what the majority wants for things moving forward in the world. Um, and so, anyway, so the point of all of that is, that is that inside the generational shifter, we talk a lot about how, thing, how the, the world indoctrinates us and how... Um, um, The system is uh, more like the financial system is going to be, you know, going to be changing. Anyway, so the point is, is this mindset and this freedom and a lot of this stuff that we talk about inside of is introspective stuff. And so I've been going a lot more, being a lot more introspective on me because I understand that there's lots of things that I need to change. And it's interesting. It's hard because we have to look at ourselves objectively and say, I don't do this right. I don't, not, not right. I need to get better at this. One of the things that I need to get better at is, you know, and my wife brought this up to me and then I started really deeply asking myself questions about this is that, you know, if I, I believe that anybody can accomplish anything, but then sometimes I do act like say a know-it-all or that maybe I, I look down on people because I have a, you know, higher education than other people. And I think some jobs are, you know, not worth doing that we could find a way to automate them. And so sometimes when I explain that, it can come out very rude and (laughs) insensitive to people. And so me looking at that of how I can be different, how I can think differently in those situations, how I can be different in those situations is something that's really helped propel me forward. And I think it's something that any of the listeners here can, can benefit from, from asking themselves and looking deeply. And I think one of the ways in which we can sit or one of the ways in which we can look deeply at what is going on in our lives is through sitting and through meditation. And so I enjoy, hands down, I'm going to use an example. I love sitting just in silence. I love just sitting being Right now, I just stopped talking, and maybe you thought something was wrong with the podcast. Maybe you thought something was wrong with your radio or however you're listening to things. And so being silent allows us to, one, be exactly where we're at in that moment, and it allows us to ponder who we are and what we are. Even if you're focusing on clearing your mind, your subconscious is going to bring things to the surface for you to think about. Or maybe you're going to think about things from the past. And one of the ways is those thoughts and the feelings come over us is to say, hey, that happened. That's what it was. This is how I feel. And when I breathe out, I'm back to where I was at right now. So when we deal with our emotions, we have to accept them as they're coming in and let them pass through and let them go out. And and what's great about that is when we do that and we understand more... We start to see things that are reoccurring in the thoughts that are coming in and reoccurring in the feelings. And then we can start asking ourselves, well, why do I feel that way? What is it that's making me feel that way? What is it that's making me think of this thing? Was it something that I did wrong in the situation? Was it something that affected me in some way? And when we ask those things, again, we can start answering them. And that is how we can be, and that is how we can move ourselves forward. And so it, it sounds simple because it, I'm saying that just stop and sit and breathe. But then over time, all of this introspection comes. And I, I read recently in a in a book about meditation and the benefits of meditation. I'm sorry, I didn't read this. I heard on a podcast about a book that I haven't gotten yet and I haven't read. And so it's saying that, and I, and I want to read it so I can understand it more. But essentially, what it was saying is that we we when we sit in, in meditation, we actually become more compassionate. And one of the greatest themes in Buddhism and why Buddhism is if there were no esoteric practices, if there wasn't anything deeper that we could find or any, any I, I hate to say this word, abilities that we could find and learn from esoteric practices, I would just say for the rest of my life that I am a practitioner of the Nembutsu, which is Butsu. Uh, Namo Amida Butsu is everything. It's so unexplainable. It's so ever-changing. It means so many things when you sit and you practice it. So many Buddhist scholars and monks have contemplated why it is what it is, how Amida's compassion comes through, through the Namo Amida Butsu. But when we sit, it's interesting that compassion can overtake us and we can become more compassionate. And, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I'll mention it here again. Is that there are there were tests in this book that again I haven't heard a podcast from the author about it and he was doing tests and they would have people come in and they would do these certain tests where they would have like maybe someone um, not share a seat or something so one group didn't meditate before and then no one shared the seat with the person that had like a cast on their leg or something (laughs) okay and then the group that meditated more than almost every time there was someone that gave up their seat for the person which the you know the cast and so they did this in different you know in the experiment they did it where it wouldn't have just because it was those people right that that the meditation actually did something previously to make them more compassionate in that moment and one of the things that i think makes more people more compassionate when they sit and meditate is because it, it makes them more thoughtful because of the things that are coming in and going out, and the things that they're dealing with emotionally and subconsciously when they're sitting in meditation, and so that's why meditation is one of the best things that um, I think people can do. And uh, again, I don't get to do it as much as I would like. And it doesn't have to be if you're going to practice meditation. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be some epic event, <laughs> right? And I think that that's what causes people. To have the problem is if I'm here, right? I'm in my living room. We have like a wrap around, we made the couch that's in here to fit the area that we're in. Not like we like hand, like a handmade, like we were like, we needed to be these missions. This is the cloth that we want. <coughs> so I guess we kind of made it, <laughs> um, uh, specifically made it. But you know, I'm sitting right here. I have Archer on. I have my headphones on so I can hear myself through the Zoom H1N. Again, not sponsored by Zoom. But pick one up ninety nine dollars and um, so I'm sitting here and if i if if I'm here, where I'm at right now, in the living room with you, and I close my eyes, and maybe we do you know to to get ourselves going a little bit calmer, we breathe in four times. And we hold it for four times, and we let go for four times. and We hold it for four times, and we breathe in for four times. And this is known as the fourfold breath. So let's let's try it. And um, my allergies and my back's a little tense from working out. So hopefully, hopefully it goes through. But let's try it. Just breathe in through your nose, out through your nose normally. that's just being where you're at. Doing what you're doing at the moment that you're doing it. And again, there's all different variations of breathing. Um, And then meditation, there's counting. And there's still in your mind with what are called cones. Um, And uh, maybe haikus, I guess. Um, and then there's the Windhoff breathing method, which is fantastic, which is an exasperated breathing method that can, essentially, when you're breathing out, still you create a sense of euphoria, and it can help you manage stress magnificently, and it's very beneficial um, to practice that type of breathing when you're doing um, ice baths, which is something that I just, I've, I've done before, I'm a fan of ice bath. Um I would like to do them more and more, but I just want to be able to do them in my backyard easily, peasy, and so that is how I do not do them, because I have not <laughs> set them up, um, so, you know, I think if we're, I think as we move forward with uh, the businesses, once Merlin launches, if you don't know Merlin, go to GetMerlinCrypto.com. And really, this is the reason, the problem that I have is I can talk about so many things. Um, and uh, with GetMerlinCrypto.com, but once once Merlin's out and some of those substantiate and we get certain things in order, uh, certain things uh, get more in sync and calmed down with this stuff and get in some better rhythms, I think that um, working on yourself and, and, and practicing you're, in spending time in spirituality for myself, more and more is going to be super, super beneficial, and that's something that I have a strong passion for. Talking to people about tarot and astrology and all that stuff, and, um, and so, so making time for that and writing about it, and making time for you. I had an endocrinology appointment today, and I don't know if it's because my endocrinologist is getting old um, or what, but he talks a lot about the meaning of life, and he's always like, you know delegate more of the responsibility to people, make more time for yourself, focus on your health more and more, especially when you have something like diabetes. And He's always telling me that. And so so I think there's some truth in that, is making sure that you're doing those things. But I think also, too, you have to have kind of a plan in place of the things that you want to accomplish when it comes to your spirituality goals. And, and it's just like anything else in the world, and sitting and making time for it. And if you sit and make time for it, you will be more likely be able to do it in the future. So again, take some time to breathe. Take some time just to sit. Again, these things don't have to be epic. You don't have to become a yogi in a forest. That's what we talk to the people about in the generational shifter. Just spend 15 minutes a day sitting in silence, breathing, just like I did. Start with the four-fold breath. And then just breathe normal. Don't try anything. Just sit and see what happens. Get to know your body more. Get to understand how you feel in those situations. Don't, you don't have to visualize anything. Just sit. Sit and breathe and be where you're at. Don't try to not think. If the thought comes in, just let the thought come. Let it out. Keep breathing and sitting and see what happens. See if there's any interesting questions that you propose to yourself about yourself. Remember, be thankful, grateful, and kind, and we'll talk with you next time. Bye. Again, this podcast is brought to you by me, Jeremy Quintanilla. Our opening song was Spanish love songs, Brave Faces Everyone. They have a new album out. Go check it out. Go check out their new single, Haunted. The closing song is um, uh, uh, Threatening Each Other, Recapitalism um, by Illuminati Hotties. This specific episode was brought to you from my living room, utilizing my Zoom H1N and my Road Go 2 wireless mics with their lavalier mic and one last time be thankful grateful and kind we'll talk to you next time bye